Hello word lovers and welcome to this first in a series of interesting etymologies. Okay, let's start. And that's a good place to start. Okay, who knows where that came from? Well, originally this was a spelling mistake. An army sergeant wanting to spell the phrase all correct misspelled it all correct with an O and a K. Or possibly it's the Choctaw language or okay, which means it is and the American pioneers picked it up from the Choctaw Indians or Otto Kaiser the industrialist in 19th century Germany who signed off his factory's goods personally with his own signature of K or possibly zero killed that's another one isn't it in fact it's none of them I've seen about 30 different explanations for this etymology uh, so how can I say confidently that no it's not this one well let's talk about that how do you know when a word began to be used well you never do but you can prove that it was or wasn't known before a certain date zero killed in a disaster reference to this being the origin of okay first known reference 1960 so i think we're gonna discount that one and we're gonna go back and you can look on the pages i'm just gonna point you to pages basically have a look at okay there's a whole history of okay you can go right back to what I think is uh, the best guess, and generally considered to be the best guess now, Old Kinderhook. This was the nickname of Martin von Buren, who was from Kinderhook. That's why they called him Old Kinderhook. Kinderhook near New York, or in New York, I don't know. And he used it as a slogan, a presidential slogan. But wait, wait, there's more. There's a backstory. There was a fashion for this sort of thing, a sort of jokey um, newspaper-based thing going the rounds of deliberately spelling things bad and that predates it that goes from 1839 and backwards so let that be a lesson to me what have I learned from this first etymology one don't give false etymologies and anybody can help me with that one and because etymology is like anything it's it's it doesn't stay the same it's shifting sand and number two let's make sure we know the whole story and put it in context so that's what I'm going to do, hopefully, in this series. Now, it's easier to criticise than be constructive, so let's begin with a few more of these false etymologies. And we'll play a little game. I'm going to say the word, so you just tell me what the etymology isn't. Okay? And the first word is posh. Well done if you said port out starboard home. This is the false etymology. That there's no basis for port out this is the ship the port is the right the starboard is the left i think and the certain cruise that was done by posh people which now means rich people well always meant rich people it favored them on this cruise in a byzantine arrangement that's too complex to understand but it doesn't matter because it wasn't true ready for the next one golf and the winner is Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Never meant that, apparently. How do we know that? Well, we don't know where golf comes from as a word. 
it seems to be from some Scottish language, but it's been used. It, we know that that word was used from almost 600 years ago, but we've never heard any reference to this etymology until the late 1980s. So again, it's just best guess. I'm guessing it never meant that. Now, what does SOS mean? SOS, save our ships, you get a point. Save our souls, you get a point. Save our anything, really. It doesn't mean that, as I discovered when I was researching this video half an hour ago. Yes, I always thought it meant save our ships. The reason for it is prosaic. The reason why they chose it is because in Morse code, they're the letters most easy to recognise and separate. So dot 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 dash 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 dot 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 repeated is easy to recognise and means absolutely nothing. The next one is less well known. Does anybody know the origins of cabal? Meaning a group of people who close circle to protect their interests. If, like me, you said something to do with um, a letter to a king or something, um, you get a point because that's wrong. Again, I, I thought that was the real etymology. No, it's connected with Kabbalah, uh, which is Hebrew, and I'm not even going to say what it is. Obviously, close to the meaning of what we mean, a cabal of people, a group of powerful people. What it isn't is the initials of five powerful ministers of whoever this is. Is it Charles I or second? I don't know. It doesn't matter because it's not true. They signed a letter that what I heard, the legend was, they signed it in a circle so that nobody would have the first name. But anyway, they didn't. Those are my favourite false etymologies. But I think we should kick off with an extra treat because this is the first video. Who knows the origin of the V sign? And again, you definitely get a point if you mention anything to do with Agincourt or the Hundred Years' War or archers or the longbow, our great weapon. The false legend says that the French, who were the English enemy in the Hundred Years' War, captured the archers and cut off the two fingers they used to draw the string of the bow in, so they could not hurt anybody in future. And so the the next wave of archers would show their two fingers defiantly to the French. Nothing in it, apparently. C could it be born from the fact that a Burgundian chronicler known as Jean de Vavrain, or however his mother used to call him, has been discovered. And according to him, this is the thing, it was an English sergeant, an English army officer, telling his troops what the French might do. And there are two problems with the story. The first is, the archer wouldn't be a good ransom victim. So why would you keep them alive? Why would you do that? And why would you just... cut Anyway, I won't go down that track. And three fingers, apparently. The original quote, he said they cut three fingers off. So I quite like the idea of changing it to three fingers. That would fool them for a bit. Why are we sure that it's not from that? Because 
the first time anybody saw the insulting V sign, as we know and love it today, in the United Kingdom, it comes from 1901. No reference to it before that. Not a good one, though, because it was on a film, and it was in Rotherham, outside an iron, outside Parkgate Ironworks, much later than that, in the 1950s. Social observers saw that children were beginning to take this up in the playground. It used to be the thumb on the nose, and the open hand, and then it migrated to the V sign. So there you go. In, in my youth, it was still a very shocking thing. And this poster of Kez remained imprinted on people's memories. Nowadays, it's lost its power. But still peculiarly British, I'm pleased to say.